0: this is Valerie Ayello, and you are listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back, y'all, and hanging out. I am hungover, I guess, technically. So I missed a show yesterday, which is okay, because Someone wanted to have an early cocktail, which I did. And then, um, yeah, I thought I could possibly take a nap and then get to recording later. Because I usually do this at the end of the day anyway. But, yeah, so that didn't happen. So, now I know if I want to get distracted, and have drinks with somebody. I definitely need to get the show at least recorded, if not recorded and uploaded, before I do that. So, lesson learned. No drinking until I've recorded, and no shows on travel days. Try to have backups. You know, I'm trying to go every day, but if I only... Get 300 shows out of 365 days. I'm cool with that too, but, you know, I do like the everyday thing. So I was listening to... You can go down a rabbit hole of reaction videos for um, people reacting to old songs they never have heard before. And I kind of predict, just my prediction, but I feel like old records are going to old underground bands and things are going to be dug up and we're going to have songs and bands on charts that are 30 years old or 40 years old or even more. I feel like the one thing that is kind of happening and I've kind of felt this through you know, I kind of remember the internet happening and I remember Napster happening and I saw the death of the record store and, you know, I worked in a record store and then I worked at a record label and I just kind of, I saw how everything unfolded with music through a lot. I remember getting uh, CDs for Christmas and it being brand new technology, you know. I remember getting vinyls for Christmas in the 80s you know I just I feel like I saw a lot and I definitely could see that once the internet was happening and then all this music was kind of coming in that there would be kind of old bands that would you know revamp their fame so even though somebody might be 80 years old now the record that they wrote when they were in their 20s could be totally new you know and hopefully there's a lot of video old video footage for people to kind of connect with the band but even without that I feel like you know there's some things that are kind of forgotten and lost, but I feel like things are going to come back. So 90s bands and 80s bands and 40s music and all kinds of stuff. So I was just watching videos today of people reacting to the Kenny Rogers song, Lady. And it's super funny because the words, a lot of the girls are crying because the words are just like, whatever your girl dreams a guy would say to her kind of thing. But uh, it's it's super funny. So I feel like that's my recommendation today is look for Kenny Rogers' uh, reaction to the song Lady. Like, you'll, you'll definitely laugh. There's a lot of funny reactions out there. I kind of, I wanted to think about, like, the things that I thought about band, marketing, and publicity and stuff. I feel like I'm trying to figure out now that we're in the apocalypse and everything's changed, we still don't know how everything's going to unfold, if venues are going to come back, if, you know, are there going to be mosh pits ever again? I don't know. If people are going to want to go in a tiny, small, sweaty club and breathe and sweat all over each other, you know. I just don't know if that's really going to come back. Um, I know a lot of venues are kind of treating their... They're having bands come and perform, but they're doing it in a way of like austin city limits i'm guessing everyone kind of knows what that is which is just kind of a live performance of a concert and you know it's recorded it's shot beautifully the sounds great so i think a lot of venues well i don't know if a lot are but there's definitely some here in austin where they're having bands play and they're just kind of making their own austin city limits I guess, YouTube channel, but I do have kind of a record of things that I thought, you know, 2013 ish time to a lot of it was relevant, but a lot of it's not relevant anymore. I think, I think a lot has changed and I don't know how it's going to change. And the problem is like one of the things I would tell bands to do would be. Pick three bands that you like that you think have a ton of money to do whatever they want. Whatever their marketing ideas are, they can make it happen. And then think of three bands that you love that obviously don't have a giant budget and take all those six bands and write down all the ways that they market their music and pick and choose because if you like all those bands there you probably have some sort of the similar audience you know people that would like the same kind of music you know pick all your favorite marketing things that all of those six bands do just make a giant list pick your favorites and try them because there's no formula for success especially for bands a record record labels could spend millions of dollars on every single artist they sign and they're still only going to get a handful of hit makers or whatever it is. And I feel like now that the record label slowly became become less and less relevant and the bands are having to do things on their own, you know, it's really just, there's no formula, there's, there's somewhat of a path that you can take but really it's all totally unique to what to each person and to each band so i was kind of thinking like okay what did i used to think before and what can be the new ideas now like the new suggestions because who knows but the, also the problem is is that it's everything is so new that even the big time bands with unlimited funds aren't nobody nobody knows what to do so everyone's you know it's kind of that thing where a celebrity is becoming less and less of a thing with each passing day I feel like yeah I don't know if celebrities are going to exist like maybe not totally disappear but the allure of what it meant to be a celebrity, I feel like is beco- is kind of becoming less and less relevant because you can just talk to the fans now. You know, I've seen some bands that are releasing records right now in 2020, and they're still going on the same old, same old talk shows, the Jimmy Kimmel's and the Jimmy Fallon's and the Conan O'Brien's and just kind of doing the same... Today Show, Morning Show stuff, they're kind of doing the same loop. And it's like, you don't... It's not that it's bad to do that, but it's, like, not the best. I feel like you have a direct connection with all your fans. I feel like if they were to connect with, like, some YouTubers that are super fans and then just promoting their music in a different way i feel like that would things are changing and there's different ways to connect with people so i'm just for me right now i'm just trying to think okay what did i think before archive that and then what do i think now because there's some things i feel like are never going to change like you know when you have a band there's going to be one band member that does everything and other band members, you know, people split it up. Like one person might get the shows. One person might have all the connections. One person might do all the artwork, but usually from what I've seen, it's like one person takes the reins and then everybody kind of like follows along. What is good advice? I know for sure, hundred percent now hindsight 2020, but I know for sure that being not monetizing your social media and being on social media platforms where you're not where there's no chance to monetize it that's the wrong approach so monetizing your social media creating a show getting connecting with people one-on-one you know I feel like you know, it doesn't have to be one on one, like you're having phone calls with everyone that likes your band. But what I'm saying is doing something like this, where it's a daily show and you're talking and you can respond to comments and, you know, all sorts of weird stuff. But, um, you know, going, having band practice on Twitch where you're uh, working with the band and you're, there's like a live feed, and you're practicing, and everyone's donating money to you, and you're, just your band practice can now be a revenue stream. And when people are making comments in a live stream, you can definitely talk to them right then and there, and it's like, that's what I'm considering one-on-one, not like a personal relationship type of thing. So it kind of gets confusing, you know, it's okay to put up some some limits, you know, you need friends, real life friends, but it's okay to have internet friends and still connect with people and still be you, not unique, but um, what's the word? Just, uh, I don't know why I can't think of the word, but um, to be sincere and to really feel like uh, you're you care about people that like what you're doing so anyway I feel like that's what I'm working on today is figuring the old way of things and the new way of things I think I've got a handle on the social media so like websites are you know it's good to have a hub of a website but what does that mean now you know, it's, um, you know, if you have a band and you you probably really do need an e-commerce platform, it can't just be like a website that sits there and does nothing. But it also can just be a navigation tool to go to different places on the internet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's so many things that have changed. You know, how are you going to target your ideal audience where are they hanging out um, what kind of content is going to be valuable what kind of content is doable for you to actually make you know on a consistent basis it doesn't have to be every day but I feel like like I said the everyday thing is for people that aren't good yet at creating content I feel like you've got a jump start practicing creating content and trying to make something valuable by just doing it every day and sucking for a little while. I think mean, that's okay. You know, and now cross-promoting with other bands is probably a lot easier because now everybody is f- kind of forced to stop playing shows and just focus on the internet. Like, how can you market your band in your brand just without playing shows, you know. I think you still have to write songs, you know, but you don't have to play live anymore, or you can't play live anymore, and that's... But you could work on a performance, like a television-style performance, uh, live performances, you know. You can still create events, but they're just not going to be in person, You know, touring's over, for the most part, for now. Press is not over. Press is still totally valid, but it's different because, like I said, all of these normal places that people would try to get into before aren't... It's not that they're irrelevant. It's just they're not... The importance of their their status is kind of gone. And now... It's kind of dispersed through all these people that have all these YouTube channels and have all these blogs and have all these social media platforms, you know. I feel like even though there's a lot going on, there's a lot more opportunity, and it's a little bit easier, possibly. It might not be easier to make money, but it. I think it's a little bit easier to find people that might like your band and what you're doing and... Might be easier to connect with fans and stuff like that, and to find the people that like your music. So there is an upside to everything. So we can't like be all doom and gloom about what's happening, even though it's scary. There's still there's still bright side, and we got to find it. And I think it's gonna be okay. But and it might even be better. But we just got to figure out, fine tune the path and you know just keep your chin up and keep making art and keep making music and keep making the most important thing you do is just keep making stuff and trying so anyway that's all I've got for today and I will definitely see you tomorrow and sorry about missing a day but you know I'm learning learning how to do a daily show and I still don't know how to end the show, so I'm just going to play the music.